What up, though? It's your boy GameCube, that dude. And you're here on the MC Nerd Jock Show. Yes, the only place where you can get your sports, your hip hop, and all your nerd and geek culture in the same location. You heard it right. The same location. Yes, sir. This one right here is episode two. Got do what to do. But you already know. And why is that? Because it's episode two. So, first things first, man, I gotta I gotta correct something from last week. I gotta give or last episode, I should say. Um, I gotta correct man, I forgot to give a big shout out to Jalen and Jacoby, man. That was one of the first podcasts that I ever started listening to. Um gotta say what up though to Jalen, of course. Detroit legend, man. True man. If you want to know who 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 I heard repping, uh, representing Detroit, man, Jalen Rose does it to the fullest. I feel like he should be mayor of Detroit one day if he wanted. Um, and then man, Jacoby, <laughs> that dude, that dude's hilarious, man. And he's he's on top of his game with with uh, producing the podcast and 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 knowing basketball, and knowing sports. Um, so definitely there were big influences to why I, I, I wanted to do this as well. So um, I wanted to start off the podcast because I did the same thing last time, uh, starting it off, giving giving a shout out. So, you know, I couldn't do it without starting there. Yo. So I went to SneakerCon, man. I went to SneakerCon and uh, I'm not a sneakerhead. Yeah, you heard him right. I'm not a sneaker head, but I went to SneakerCon. Well, I went to SneakerCon because I went to go see uh, one of my favorite podcasts, One Up Is Life. Uh, shout out to Peter Rosenberg and Cypher Sounds. Um, those dudes are are, are are legit, man. They they're stand up dudes. They were they were nice guys and uh, chopped it up with a few of us that were that were there, um, and and supporters of the show. So they were they were cool, you know. I mean, they took pictures with with dudes and 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 sat and 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 are, I mean, and talked to us for a little bit before they had to interview uh, Black Milk. And they interviewed Rush to Five Nine as well, man. It was it was cool. Um, you know, like I said, I'm not a sneakerhead, so I I really didn't stay longer that, at all. But I do kind of wish I would have walked around a little bit more and, and, and saw what was in there. But um, it was packed up in there, man. They had like a volleyball tournament up in there, too, going on. It was it was just it was a lot going on. And I had other stuff I was trying to do that day. It was just I was like, all right, deuces. Said peace out to my man, Billy June. Shout out to Billy June as well. And then that was that. But. It, it it was dope, man. I I ran into some other dudes, uh, that was supporters of the show too. Shout out to uh, Neil from uh, the Beats and Brews podcast point of view. Um, I uh, <laughs> actually we found out we were like standing right next to each other, but we'd never actually even you know met in person yet, and we were standing right next to each other at the. Uh, at the show, it was kind of funny. And we found out we were both, you know, one app fans. And, and so uh, we're definitely probably going to try to link, link our shows up, you know. Uh, that that would be pretty dope because uh, those guys are great. Uh, E-Man as well. Uh, name, but backwards uh, on Instagram, I believe. Um, yeah, man, it would be dope. For real. Link up the podcast. Also, shout out to uh, Super J. Ran into him at SneakerCon as well. Found out we both from the Clemtown. 
DJ out of out of Mount Clemens, both one of fans, so that was pretty dope too. Yo, so I was watching this Dear Mama document uh, documentary, and let me tell you, this is crazy. This thing is fantastic. Um, it's probably one of my favorite stories that they've been able to tell of of, of Tupac. Um, and I feel like because they they've they've brought it in from both perspectives, uh, you know, from the perspective of his of his mother. Because you can't tell his story without without including his mother. Because so much of that, you know, as they as they get into it, they start talking about, you know, his mother's life and what she went through as uh, part of the Black Panthers in Harlem, and that is truly a, an incredible story. Because it's how can you you take that out of his story? You know, it's it's such a one-sided story if you're only telling a like less than a year of his life when he left. Uh, you know, when he beat the case and 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 and, and um, signed with Death Row. You know, it was that was like less than a year of his life. So you know, he often he gets he gets that's what he gets remembered by when there's so much more of his story that's deep rooted in and 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 in the systematic racism of, of, of this country but it's it's interesting how you know especially in the hip-hop world we we ourselves sometimes take that out of his story and and it's 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 unfair to to do that because if you realized what what he saw his family go through and then going into hip hop and seeing what the industry's like it's like okay well he sees this is the same thing they they do the same kind of stuff that they was doing that the government was doing back then to the Black Panther. So he feels he's in that same kind of world. So he feels like, okay, they coming at me, I got to come at them. You know, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying, if you're looking at it from his whole life and from his mother's life, then you can understand where that mentality will come from. And, you know, it's, I, I, I feel like he just kind of gets, you know, like he was just this gangster dude all the time. And not saying that he wasn't, but it was just to label him as like this one-sided, you know, like a GTA character just wiling out on anything and everything all the time. I, don't, I think that's a little bit unfair. Um, and this documentary, uh, documentary, I think, does a, a good job of kind of showing where that where he got to that point, you know. Um, so it was really cool. I think everybody should check it out. I think they got like one one more episode because, you know, they're they're getting to to vegas so um yeah this is a a good documentary i should check this one out too for sure yo so i was checking out i was listening to uh this record that i have and uh some of you may have heard it it's called usher's confession so I haven't really ever listened to it because it was a little bit more expensive than I've ever spent on a record and that I've wanted to. 
<laughs> I didn't really even purchase it for myself. So, um, popped it on, and this track comes on that it was one of my favorites at the time. In fact, this was this whole this whole album was one of my favorites. Um, you know, as a kid, we we went to this this concert. My parents took myself and and one of my homies um, to this concert. I think I was like 13. Hold on, let me go. Trying to find. I should, you know, I should have had a cue. You're right. You're right. I should have. I was going to play the, the, the record, but I was like, yeah, I'll save that for, for, for the video. All right. So this song comes on, which <laughs> it's funny that this version comes on because on the album, so this is the expanded edition. Let's see if they have the regular one. But on the album, that's not the one. This is the only one the title has, huh? Is that going to do me? Well, I guess this even proves my point even more, especially if this is the the only one they got right now. Real talk. I should just blaze. Of course, this is Throwback by Usher featuring Jada Kiss. So, this, this, this song right here, man. So, this song, man, it was one of my favorites. I, I, Man, I wish I could play the whole thing. Um, so it got me thinking because I went to this concert. It was Usher and Kanye West, right? And Kanye West at this time had an album. Let's see here. Because he had, which. You know, we're not gonna get into all that. I'm just going history here. We're not we're not getting into that guy. Um So let's see, was this two thousand this would have been late registration, I think. What was the graduation? No, that's way too late. Had it been late registration? All right, so maybe I'm tripping. He wasn't. Did he, I thought he had it on his album. He didn't have selfish. All right, so anyways, Kanye West had a song with Slum Village, uh, selfish. I guess it was just on Slums. I don't know why I thought Kanye had it on one of his albums too. All right, well then it was on Detroit Deli. Um. So, Slum, uh, so it was 04, right? Same time as Confessions. Um, so, Kanye West was on tour with Usher. So that actually would have been Kanye's first album, I think. Let's go back real quick. Let's go back to EA. Uh, Kanye. Just because I want to, I want to know, right? That's all. Yeah, that was his first album, College Dropout. Um, so he had that. He went on tour with Usher Confessions. Kanye West brings out Slum, and he also was the first time we saw John Legend. John Legend had his first album out, I believe, or it came out like right after that. 
Um, and they performed this song Selfish, right? And I thought it was crazy. I'm starting to think, I'm like, oh, yeah. That was that was Confessions, right? That was Confessions time. And then I started thinking again. I was like, oh, man. Yo, which, by the way, uh, that was John, oh, four. That was John Legend's album. So then I started thinking back to Donuts. And, of course, Donuts, famously, by Jay Dilla, his last album, um, that he put out before he passed. In fact, it uh, came out three days before he passed uh, on his birthday. Um, he has a song called Stop. Which, understand when I say this. I'm not saying it's fact. Let me run this back. I'm just, this is a theory that I have. Assuming that Dilla was, was trying to metaf- use the, the music as metaphors, which I, I feel like he was trying to do, you know what I'm saying? Multi layered double entendres, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've, it got me thinking. Like with that, with that, with that sample, you know, was that, you know, him saying, you know, like his last goodbyes to like Slum as as, as well, you know, because it's just interesting. He, you know, he samples something. He sampled it, but he put it, also put in that that Jada hook, like this, that real, like saying like, you know, if maybe if they were together, this is maybe have been, you know, how 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 they were doing. But it's also, I feel like it's also him him the reason why he used it too. Not only was it a you know connection to. Uh, Usher, but also to Jermaine Dupree, JD. You know, he's saying like, if I would have done this, if I would have helped put this together as the what I, you know, the real JD, because his name used to be JD, and then obviously there was Jermaine Dupree, so people started calling him JD. So then there was a conflict in the name, so you know he started going by Dilla, J Dilla. Um. So, you know, interesting off of that. But then also I I was like, oh, yeah, I remember I went to that concert. I got to see Slum Village. There I got to see T3. I believe it was just T3 and Elzai. And then, you know, Kanye was there and brought them out with with John Legend. It it was dope. And then Usher came out and, you know, was doing, doing Usher stuff. And I was like, all right. Uh, you know, I'm cool, man. I'm, I'm it's time to go. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, man, it was it was it was a cool concert, man. It was my first concert I ever went to. Um, and it just got me thinking that that obviously, you know, I, who knows really, but it was just interesting to think about, kind of like the double entendre, you know, like if it were to be like something, you know, too too slum village at the time because i was you know kanye was on on tour with uh uh usher at the time and kanye had a big huge radio hit with which at least in the in the hip-hop world had a big huge radio hit with slum village uh at the same time uh you know selfish which was on slum's album so um, I think that that was really that's why I, I thought maybe you know there might be a little bit a connection from that because it got me thinking because I was the I was at the concert man that's all I'm, all right man don't make fun of me man I was just trying to say I was at the concert all right that's all you ain't gotta laugh man it's it's, it's, it's not funny 
Oh, Ant-Man, 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 Ant-Man. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. All right. Yo. Ant-Man. Ah, man. Ant-Man's always been one of my favorite, like, standalone movies, man. It's, 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 I think it's. It's funny. It's usually got crazy action. And I just think they hold up against some of the other ones more than than people give it credit for. Especially Ant-Man and the Wasp, because when they start shrinking the cars and throwing them at people, yo, I mean, it's crazy. And, and, and when my man's be telling them stories, yo, which I'm mad they ain't have them in this one. That's why it wasn't as funny. You can't let Paul Rudd just run him off by himself. You got to have somebody to throw him off. You know what I'm saying? You got you to gotta bounce him off somebody. That's when he really get going. Things get crazy. You know what I'm saying? That's 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 what we wanted when we when it comes to Ant-Man. It, it wasn't as funny as it usually was. You throw in Bill Murray. He was just, you know, my man was saying some wild stuff. Plus, they took it up a notch. It was more mature than, it, than it's been, which, you know, this whole phase has kind of been that way. Which is, you know, cool. I, I'm cool with it, but it's, you know, it, it gets a little bit harder to show it to the young ones because there's so much stuff that's kind of thrown in there that's innuendos that I'm picking up on that I don't, you know, you start getting like, man, I ain't, I ain't trying to answer no questions like that right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm just trying to watch this this Marvel flick. So there's certain ones you kind of, you, you got to, peep through if you got kids that you that's into it and stuff too you got to peep it through once and 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 then and then see if it's you know if you're comfortable with it, you comfortable with that i mean i ain't telling with nobody what to do you know what i'm saying um but anyways so yeah man ant-man was ant-man ant-man uh quantumanium was i was a little disappointed man I was disappointed in the plot. It was cool. Like, when they got into the world, like, the scenery, all of that. When they got into the quantum realm, they started having the quantum people. Uh, like, that was that was absolutely incredible. It was it, it was the costume design. Um, you know, all of it was elite. It was, I mean, it's Marvel, of course. Um, but it was, it was absolutely great. And I thought that where things got lost for me... Um, was the plot <laughs> really but i i mean i know i know kang had there's different kangs right you might think you really messing with the big boss the real the real big boss himself the king of all kings you know what i'm saying the really one him himothy you know what i'm saying you think you messing with himothy but you really messing with timothy and it's it's not it's not kang it's not him you know what i'm saying he got a little something going on, but it ain't really what it is, what it is when it ain't what it's supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes he might let you even think you win it, but you ain't winning. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what I'm saying. So sometimes, so that, so that, that right there, if you're trying to tell a story like that, that right there requires you to obviously wait until the next thing, even if you are looking at it like a play, right? So basically, that's what they're trying to, to make you. It's like a seven, you know, fifteen act play, basically. You got to watch it. That's why they, when they get to the end of these phases, they start movie theaters start showing them all for two days and, and three days or whatever. Uh, you know, have you th- show them all in a row? People be wearing diapers and stuff, watching that stuff. Um, and <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you know, they have you. Uh, watch them all in a row right because it's, it's supposed to be like a, a, a cut of an act right so some so they may want us to feel this way because we're they're cutting us at a scene and then they're gonna bring us back to where it ties in and you're like okay you know i shouldn't have 
Yeah, all right, all right, man. All right, it was all right because you brought me here, and I'm and this is kind of where I wanted to end up. I may not have liked the journey; it may have been different than what I expected, but it brought me to where I was trying to be at the end. So sometimes they want you, you know, they try to do this, switch it up, you know. I mean, that's how, that's how they do their thing. Marvel's always done it that way sometimes, especially because they don't want to go exactly by the comic books because there's so many different versions. Especially with some of these big characters, you got different writers all the time for for especially the ones that have been here for forever. That's why Spider-Man done had three, four, five, six different versions. Uh, you know, or at least five. Let's see. Yeah, we got the. I'm sorry, at least four that have been on on uh, a film, a major film, and released in a the theater. You know, so it's. Uh, and bat I mean, we ain't gonna get in, get in the Batman. Um, so yeah, it's 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 sometimes it happens that way. But I I do think that they where they they lost me is these. Oh well, the ants just the ants were able to to. I'm not saying they can, but but why that gotta be? Why couldn't it just been like a, a add a plus on a little a little a little salt that we already you know that they that the that that kang didn't know about but i mean i guess in the end that's kind of what it was but it was i don't know I, it would have been nice for us to kind of see it happen in real time with the story so we wouldn't have felt like okay they're getting saved by these super smart ants which <laughs> i'm cool on that man i don't need to see <laughs> i don't need to see some super smart ants uh save the save the marvel galaxy i, I don't want to read the ant comic book that that bad you ain't gotta i mean i <laughs> i'm cool with lot but not on the big screen i don't need to see it give me a little series if i want to click on it hit it in an anim, animated version or something i don't know I, I might watch it then give me a short but I'm not trying to watch a big screen about the ants saving the world. That's where you lost me. That's all I'm saying, man. And it's I, I get why people are upset. Uh, I'm usually here to champion Ant-Man, the little guy, because there's always room to grow. Yep, I said it. Um, so, <laughs> uh, you know, there's, you know, I've... I've I mess with Ant Man, you know what I mean. So hopefully, uh, I mean, who knows what's going on? I don't know. I don't even know if anyone really knows what's going on with Jonathan Major. So I don't. I have no idea what's going on with Kang in the future. I keep seeing little Google man. Google's I I mess with Google and their capa- uh, capabilities, but man, they be throwing some crazy like articles. I don't even know if they're true, but it was some Marvel little stuff that be popping up. When I try to hit the Google, and uh, sometimes I read them, sometimes I don't. But man, I really don't know what's going on with with any of the Marvel stuff in the future. So hopefully they don't. You know, <laughs> I mean, out DC just rolling with it. They say, "Hey, I'm gonna just do me." So uh, who knows what's going on with with, with these movies in the future? Hope I just want to see uh, Miles Morales. I can't wait, man. We about what a month away. That's going to be off the chain. Y'all already know. Uh, so, y'all kick it. Uh, I'll catch y'all next time. Yo, man, these NBA playoffs, my baby, what's going on? I don't understand it. They so lopsided. What's going on, man? The Lakers just, 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 just mollywopped the Warriors. I mean, didn't Steph just went off for like fifty the other round? What's what's going on, man? I know it's the six versus seven, it's a six and the seven, but but what's really going on? Just thirty points, second round. What, what we doing out here, man? Denver, Denver coming through. They over here doing their thing. They 2-1 in the series. Okay, I see you. My man Jamal Murray said, y'all better recognize, man. The bubble wasn't a fluke. I am that deal. For real. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't think they understand, man. I, I'm with it though, because I think that I would love to see <laughs> another Laker uh, Denver Western Conference uh, final. Um, you know, I might I, I might be cool with a. Uh, that might be a, a nice matchup with the Warriors though, and and Denver. Now, if Phoenix goes, honestly, I, I Phoenix goes, I, I I don't see. I don't know. I'd rather see, I guess, the Lakers a better matchup. I think the Warriors might just. It, I don't think it would be good against Phoenix because I just think that. KD's not going to want to lose to the Warriors. And he's got enough people around him that are trying to get days too. You know what I mean? CP3, if he can get back to the Western Conference Finals, I think he's trying to go to the Finals and trying to win and, and bring it home. You know what I mean? Because I think he knows like this is this might be it for him. And he's one of the smartest players to ever play in the, play the game. I think Chris Paul don't... don't he knows it so well that sometimes it hurts him. You know what I mean? Because he's always trying to work it to his advantage. If y'all ever seen the interview with him and uh, when he was on the JJ Reddick podcast, y'all need to go check that out because that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> the way they talk about each other is kind of funny because JJ Reddick can kind of, you know, he played with them for uh, a good while with the Clippers. So, um, And then, you know, in the Eastern Conference, this this Knicks, I guess, is if Jimmy plays and if Jimmy don't, right? You know, what I mean. So, well, I guess the next the next game we'll really get to see what it's what's what's going on with the Knicks and the and the Heat. Because if Jimmy plays, the Heat are gonna win. If the Knicks can find a way to <laughs> uh, to win when uh, he's out, then they will. You know, but I guess if he's playing the rest of the series, then it is what it is, right? I guess the way it's, that's the way it's looking, because the NBA is all lopsided right now. Can I get it just a good clean? Can I get a can I get an overtime sometime soon? Can somebody give the brother overtime sometime soon? You know, what I mean that's that's all we really want on here. Uh, Boston's two one. It's I mean I guess it's it's. It is what it is. You know, what can you do? You can't complain, right? Solid. Solid teams. We'll see what happens in the next round. Maybe it won't be so lopsided. Um, for me, I know one thing, man. I know I got to start watching hockey more. Because let me tell you, I, I got I got family that's into hockey. And let me tell you, they've been raving about these series. Uh I watched a little bit of the Rangers and the and the Devils series, and uh, I watched our last game before I stopped. I turned it off when it was still zero zero, and then I woke up in the morning and it was four zero, and, and the Rangers lost. And I was like, "Well, um, that escalated fast." Um, so you know, I didn't. I, I was kind of mad that I didn't get to see. I know hockey be moving fast like that, so. I want to start watching it more. You know, I, I I've never said that I, you know, um, I don't like hockey. I I just don't get to. I don't really watch it as much as always. I was always playing basketball, so you know, and watching basketball growing up. Um, so you know, it it it. Uh, I would love to start watching that a little bit more. We'll see. Maybe I can try to watch the Stanley Cup Finals. That would be pretty cool if I can find some time and, and watch some of that. But the real big news, the biggest news of them all that I've that I've found out in sports today, or at least in the last, you know, depending on when y'all hear this, last day or two of the week, uh, is this news. That hopefully y'all can hear. Obviously, we know who Dad is, and he's staying in SoCal. Famously, LeBron James had a decision that he publicly announced some years back as well. USC has been a great kid. I would say he's got to play basketball. But, uh, 
You know, they're going to be super uh, surprised at how great of a kid he is, uh, even though they've been recruiting for quite a while. Unless it was like one of my you know, great-grandmothers or great-grandfathers or someone that I was way before my time. Um, to my knowledge, uh, she's the first one out of the James game to go to college. That's so cool. It's awesome. So, you know, that's big, man. That's big, big time, big boy. You don't send, you know, be able to be one of the first ones in your family to go to college, man. You know, even if your dad is big as, as big as LeBron James is, uh, you know, being able to recognize it and, and, and show his son like the appreciation and love and, and uh, you know, show him how the admiration and be able to show him how proud he is. Uh, on national television, you know, just of, of him being the first in his family to go, of Bronny James being the first his family to go to college. Of course, he committed to USC, uh, University of Southern California in LA, so he'll stay home. Hey, he just didn't want to have to go take his care of his own laundry. I understand it, man. He's smart. I get it. Uh, <laughs> uh, so, you know, that'll be really cool. USC, of course, DeMar DeRozan went there. Um, uh, actually, little, uh, little Romeo, Romeo Miller, uh, played with DeRozan. Um, they actually played on the same AAU team, so they played together at USC as well. Um, I'm sure there's many more that I just can't think of at the top of my head. Um, definitely, I think that would be a, a, a cool spot. Now, I what I'm about to say, you know, I didn't, I didn't, I don't, I don't know how official this this list is. Um, but obviously, if he's going to college, he's not going into the draft this year. So, sorry, y'all, uh, Orlando fans. Um, you'll have to be bad again this year. Uh, <clears throat> I'm sorry, all the Detroit fans will have to be bad again this year, too, if we want Bronny James. So, uh, what they're saying is this is the resource nexus.com. I don't know how official this website actually is, but I just wanted to look and see. So, if he goes to college, he has an amazing year. He's like the best college player since, you know, um, Really, I don't know, man. Who's been the best since like Kareem? You know, I mean, like revolutionary. You know, if he's his dad, you know, but the college version, right? Just assume. I'm not saying he's going to be in as high expectations to put on him. He doesn't even need to be. I don't think at all. He just needs to go there and and, and learn more about team basketball. Not saying that he doesn't already know. Just obviously, college is going to bring you up a ne- next level. Hopefully, he has a great coach. Work on his form, get stronger, get bigger, get faster, right? Of course, with the with the college facilities, and and I think he's, I mean, he's he's going to go to the league. I think if he stays on the right track and is able to keep his body right and and uh, and, and keep getting the skill level even even better, because um, he's already a better shooter than I think his dad was at that age. So if he can, he's already starting to get that bounce like his dad. Uh, you know, so if he can get his body bigger and maybe hopefully grow a little bit more, because um, I think he'd be a nice guard. I don't think he needs to be as big as his dad even to be a nice, uh, solid, you know, potential all-star in the league. I just think that he needs to get his body a little bit stronger and just kind of tighten up everything that he is already doing and just increase that skill level. Um, I think he's going to be a great NBA league player. Um, if he if he's you know keeps that potential is on the rise, you're right. You know if he keeps riding that potential train. Um, so this this research, uh, this resource nexus dot com was over here. You know, like I said, I don't know how legit it is, but so for the 2024 mock draft, right? I wanted to see like where would he kind of land if he's the best player potentially. Where where could he land? Potentially, he could land. Potentially Charlotte could have one of the first picks. So I'm going to say, I would say because it's so far out, any of these top 10 teams that I'm about to mention could probably end up with the first. If they if they're, have around the same record that they did coming into this year's draft, 
uh, next year for 2024, they'll probably end up somewhere around the same spots, right? Somewhere interchangeable. So you got Charlotte at number one, potentially get Bronny. Houston, obviously, I think they got the worst record this year. Uh, San Antonio, Detroit, who has the cap space, Orlando, uh, Chicago, Utah at seven, Washington, uh, Minnesota at nine, and New Orleans at ten, right? But they, in this draft, they have him, let's say if he's just, because they still have him as undecided, so this hasn't been updated since he, he made his decision. But let's just say he's around the same, um, I guess, you know, uh, ranking in his class as he is now going into college, right? So if he's, you know, lower, mid, mid-level, not, you know, top five, top three, um, then they have him projected 22 at Cleveland, which makes you raise an eyebrow, right? Because if, if, if Bronny goes to Cleveland somehow, if they somehow magically wind up being in a potential uh, position to, to, to fall or drop or be in, be in the way or make a trade to be there to, to grab Bronny, would LeBron go to, to Cleveland? Would he be end in Cleveland? Oh, Cleveland town. Uh, you know, do they believe? Do you believe Cleveland? Do you think it will happen? That's all I'm wondering. And Detroiters, tell me, do you want Brownie to come to the Pistons, man? When was the last time we had a, you know what I mean, since Rip? Well, I mean, I, mean, I feel like we got it, though. I, don't, I, don't, I feel like the Pistons, we need... Man, I don't really know, man. It's every time I think I know the Pistons, then you know it's never back to Oi. But you got people of all races, like coming together and and helping shape this from the ground up. If you notice over there, there's a box of Jordans. So, this one was a little bit shorter than the last, um, but I am going to throw in a little bit of a DJ mix that I made um, before the uh, Nas and Wu-Tang tour. So, I made this, uh, like I said, I used to be a wedding DJ, but when I was a wedding DJ, I was borrowing equipment. That's right. So, I do not have a controller so what i am basically doing is using the same software that i was using when i was djing weddings but i am not using a controller so what that means is whenever i am djing i cannot hear the song that i'm trying to mix in before you hear it so when you have a controller you have a little button you can press and now the DJ can hear what he's trying to mix on the different channels before the audience or really before it goes through the stereo or whatever it's connected to the out uh, so it's just going through one of the outs right so the controller allows you to have multi outs I can listen to through my headphones you can, while you can also hear it coming through the speakers press that button now one of the whatever channel that is it locks only to my headphones not through the speakers um without that controller you have to try to mix the song basically by freehand so as it's coming through the speaker the out you have to try to mix it uh so there's a portion of this that I had to, for your ears only, had to readjust on the back end. But for the most part, all of this is free end, uh, freehand. It's basically live on my thing, on my uh, DJ software that I use, which I'm not done. No, I'm just kidding. I use Virtual DJ. It's just, um, I download a Serato, but I 
I'd rather try to do that with a controller. It feels like it'd be so much easier. I'm just used to virtual DJ not using a controller, so it's a little bit easier um, if you don't have a controller. Um, but basically, it's it's blends. I uh, hope y'all enjoy it. It's crazy long, so I'm only giving you a portion of it. It's actually like almost hour and a half. Um, it, it's basically a mix that I put together for the the tour. So uh, when I, you know, when they announced the lineup, when they were coming to Detroit, I went over at Pine Knob. But they announced that it was Best of Rhymes, Wu Tang, and Nas. So that's what I have. I have a part one, a part two. So um, both of them are kind of long. So you might end up getting like four sections of it over time. But here you go. By the way, this does have explicit language in it, so forewarning. Oh, and uh, like I said, I'm only going to put on here like maybe 15, 20 minutes of it at most. If you want the full length, you're going to have to hit the Patreon and I'll uh, upload the full version later this week. Like I said, I just got to tweak a little bit of the, the mistakes so it's a little more clean for you guys. On the Patreon, but you'll have the full, like, uh, a little over an hour mix uh, on the Patreon. But here's, like, 15, 20. Hope y'all like it. Deuces. Catch y'all next time. Yo, Nash. Yo, what the fuck is this bullshit on the radio, son? Chill, chill. That's the shit, girl. Chill. Hey, yo, yo. Pull out a shade, man. Let's count this money, man. Hey, yo, Nash. Put the jacks in the grass over there. You know what I'm saying? Because we're right. the jacks. You know how we get down, baby. True. Nice, nice, man. Shit is mad real right now. The project's for a nigga. Yo, what a mother. All them crab ass rappers be coming up to me, man. What a mother, man. I think we need to let them niggas know it's real, man. True indeed, you know what I'm saying? But when it's real, you doing this even without a record contract. You know what I'm saying? No uh, he's doing this since back then. I yeah. said, regardless how I go down, we gon' keep it real. We no tryna see many matches in yeah. Coops, kid. True, yeah. yo. You know yeah. how that go? Where's Grand Wizard and Mayo at, man? Yo, who got the Phillies? Time, Take yo, this Hennessy, hey, man. Hey, yo, Doug, come on, come on, man. Stop waving at me. Stop waving at me. DJ Stick 
up kids, they run up on us. Four fives and gauges, max and fat. Same niggas that catch you back to back. Catching your cracks in black. Yo, is a snitch on the block, getting niggas knocked. So hold your stats to the coke price drop. I know this crackhead who says he gotta smoke nice rock. And if it's good, you bring your customers and measurement plots. But yo, you gotta slot a notification. Inside information keeps large niggas erasing and they miles facing. It drops deep as it does in my breath. I never sleep, huh? Cause sleep is the cousin of death. Beyond the walls of intelligence, life is divine. I think of crime when I'm in a New York state of mind. State of mind. I'm a gangster, drinking Moet's whole text, making sure the gas came correct. Then I step, investments in stock, sewing up the box to sell rocks. Winning gunfights with mega cops, but just a nigga walking with his finger on the trigger. Make enough figures until my pockets get bigger. I ain't the type of brother made for you to start testing. Give me a Smith and Wesson, I have niggas undressing. Thinking of cash flow, cooler and shelter. Whenever frustrated, I'm a hijack Delta and the PJs. My blend tape plays, bullets and strays, young bitches. Is crazy. Each block is like a maze full of black rats trapped Plus the album is packed From what I hear in all the stories when my people come back black I'm living where the nights is jet black The fiends fight to get cracked I just max I drink my sit back and lamp like Capone With drugs strips on All the legal luxury life Rings flooded with stones homes I got so many rhymes I don't think I'm too sane Life is parallel to hell but I must maintain It be prosperous Though we live dangerous Cops could just arrest me Blaming us we're held like hostages It's only right that I I was born to use mics, and the stuff that I write is even tougher than dice. I'm taking rappers to a new plateau, do rap slow. My rhyming is a vitamin, hell without a capsule. The smooth criminal on beat breaks. Never put me in your box if the shit eats. Take me to the city, never sleeps. Full of villains and creeps. That's where I learned to do my hustle. Had to stop DJ awesome. Niggas, 20s of Buddha and bitches with peoples. In the streets, I could reach them. I'm the blacks, I teach them. And hell deep, like the words of my breath. I never sleep. Your trunk. Come on, get money and get that check for me. I'm a sister, but you'll check for me. Everybody from every cool bank, your 
Well, 
a sip of that yak, I wanna fuck. I take a hit of that chronic and got me stuck. But really, what's amazing is how I keep it blazing. Towel under the door, smoking to the days and puff puff the ass, but fuck the rotation. Your baby mama's favorite DJ, DJ Awesome. From the beginning at the top of the list You know what I mean, half situation like this Another war story from a thirsty young hustler Won't trust her, I'd rather bust her And leave you caught for the cops to discover Well I'll be bippin' in the Range Rover All too well like Liberace You watch me, watch X trying to knock me and lock me But I'll be on the low sippin' I see Swansea Niggas try to creep on the side of my cheek Stuck the heat through the window, rock their ass to sleep Over a three-pack It was a small thing, really, yeah, but keep letting them small things slide and be a failure. If I'm out of town, when I'm a cool take carrier, the world is out, and your team's inferior. You wanna bust caps, I get all up in your area. Kidnapping children make the situation scarier. Life is a gamble, we scramble for money. I might crack a smile, but ain't a damn thing funny. I'm caught up in the dirt where your hands get muddy. Plus the outcome turns out to be lovely. Got cheese in my pocket, hit off my main squeeze, push back the sunroof, let the cold air breeze through the water, soft leather upholstery. But mostly, keep the gag closely, cause niggas wanna toast And hey, yo, I gotta get mine, no matter what the consequences. Count on my blessings, out of my weapons. Cop out the gat and let my nines serve purpose. Sling do my thing, organize things service. Trying to make a meal and stress, you know the deal. So we sling grills, get your cap hill, cause everything is real. Cause I wanna chill, laid up in a jacuzzi. Sip a bubbly with my fingers on the Uzi. Try to infiltrate my fork, get caught dead up in New York. My brain is back with criminal thoughts. Get your life lost, never found again, my friend. Mission completed. Watch you dropping less than 10 on my road to the riches. Hitting stitches off with mad stitches. The last rest, the place to be your ditch, kid. No one can stop me. Try your style sloppy. You wanna be me? You're just an imitation copy. My theme is all about making the green. Living up in luxury. Pushing fat whips to live comfortably. The time goes by, and I'm for it now. In this together, son, your beef is mine. So long as the sunshine can light up the sky, we in this together, son, your beef is a mine. A drug dealer's dream, stash cream, keys on a triple beam, 500 SL green, 95 nickel gleam, condominium, thug dressed like a gentleman, tailor made ostrich, Chanel for my women, friend, murdering, numbers on your head while I'm burglaring, shank is serving them, what's up to all my niggas swerving in New York metropolis. The bridge brings apocalypse, shoot at the clouds, feels like the holy beast is watching us, madman, my sin. Is going like an hourglass Gun inside my bad hand I slice trying to bag grams I got hoes that used to milk you Niggas who could've killed you It's down with my ill crew with psychos Now it's Escobar Moving on your weak production Pumping corruption in the third world We just bust Hold up bustin'. and analyze the wildcats Sling cracks, they swinging axe The new routines Be my eyes black Playing corners, glancing all up in your cornea Cornea, seen cats snatch Money's upon ya But late night, candlelight Fiend with a crack right It's only right Feeling higher than the Airplane, right? Word, yo, I wanna get this money then blow Take my time, blast nine if you're front, you go Sip beers, the German ones, hand my guns sons Shallot and Queensbridge, we robbing niggas for fun But still, right, my will, I turn my seeds and bill Mahalia, sing a tale, but the real, we still kill It's Why? time goes by, and now for a now We in this together, so your beef is mine So long as the sunshine to light up the skies We in this together, so your beef is mine As time goes by, and now for a now we in this together, son, your beef is mine So long as the sunshine can light up the skies We in this together, son, your beef is mine, it's mine. Stop it, awesome, you hurt now Awesome
sales now. Yeah, yeah. Are you ready to get on? Ooh, please. They want such a reaction, make your motherfuckers go. Ooh, please. Like a group of happy children. Yo, it's such a feeling to see all of my live niggas carry on now. Oh, see how I be getting so passionate. I get a thrill even when I bust my gun off by accident. The God bless glory, success story. White boy Billy put a stash up in my armrest for me. The way I fuck shit up, it's like a fuck fest for me. I get on last and demolish everything before me. Shit and that's a fact now, you whack now And they gon' fuckin' turn them back now So relentless, I won't even let you niggas Finish a fucking sentence Call for the niggas like a school attendance And then I strike with a fucking vengeance Finger on my trigger, finger I blast I'll be last one of you bitch niggas So, yeah. bitch nigga just yeah. You need to just yeah. Police who try to close the club yeah. You really should yeah. You need to just yeah. Bitch, if you ain't got your own dough yeah. You need to just yeah. You really should Frontin' like you really lie, and you know you not. You need to just the one world alliance. Flip mode, the most reliant for the thorough guidance on how to get most of this money like a secret science. Only the live niggas allowed, there's nothing you can do. Frontin' with your crew while you talking to corny bitches too. Nevertheless, address the cheddar for the treasure chest and bless the spot before the dogs protest. One time, I hope you know just what the motherfucker's dealing with with so much platinum for the street you thought I was a silver DJ spirit. Awesome. 